Movie Hour, episode 238, July 17th, 2013. Spoiler alert! We will be doing a lot of swearing and some movie spoilers. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our wonderful podcast, the Danny Trejo Keep On Trekking Movie Hour. I am, of course, Greg Maloney. We are back in Gunga Pit Studios after a week's hiatus, which included drinking and golfing and drinking and drinking. There was drinking. Yeah, there was drinking. I'm obviously back with my co-host, Brother James, and everyone's favorite, Jeff. Welcome back to the studio, fellas. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello. La, la, la. So was there drinking, Jeff? There was drinking, right? Am I remembering? There was drinking. For sure there was drinking. I did maybe a little too much one night and then couldn't do it the next night, which was sad for everybody. And rare. Very rare, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And surprisingly, with a lot of uh, going a bit guest hosts and like uh, movie hour guest hosts and us, we didn't. We only watched a couple of movies. Like a lot of, you know, we caught caught some favorites, but nothing new. There was uh, while we were out, Pacific Rim came out, which I did catch, and I'll, I'll review later on in the show. But um, as a unit, we didn't catch. Uh, I think the the last movie we all caught together was like Benjamin Button or something terrible. So that's kind of funny. Was that before uh, or after I th- Crystal I think, Skull? Uh, Indiana Jones. Was oh, was the it? Last movie was it? Yeah. <laughs> so we're on a fucking great streak. Yeah, I guess we just stopped. We're like, really that's awesome enough. Movies. Yeah. Um, also involved in this uh, hiatus, which I, uh, we apologize for. There's just uh, way too much fun and drinking and golfing to be had. We did a, a Cedar Point trip, which anybody in the U.S. and possibly even Canada would recognize as a crazy. Canadians don't know what roller coasters are. <laughs> a crazy uh, roller coaster fairground kind of thing, and it's uh, that was fun when it was yeah, a lot coaster of goonies. What's up? It's 2013. What word? All that. It was uh, a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun times. And we uh, we obviously are in the middle of movie week and movie month here. Uh, summer blockbusters being upon us. But one thing I want to bring up is a little small story movie related was my a lot of our families in town, including a lot of my nieces. And my sister wanted me to put some movies on my niece's iPads for them so they can take it, you know, travel with them and, and watch something new on the way home. And I was just laughing about the power I have right now. I'm just like, okay, she wants, they have like a thousand gadgets and they gave me four iPads to put movies on. And I'm just saying to myself, all right, I'm going to put different movies on each one of these. What, like, do I sneak it? I already snuck hook on one of them. I put Home Alone on another. I was was thinking to myself, I have a lot of power here. You can mold these children. Yeah, I can mold these children's minds. Like, do I just throw on Casablanca on one just to be like, okay, this one's for you. (laughs) Study it. Make it back to me. I want to see your... you kids even heard of Citizen Kane? (laughs) Uh, But uh, I just got to crack. Fight Club? (laughs) Right. Uh, Mommy, I'm the all-singing, all-dancing crap of the world. (laughs) Yeah, I... uh... Yeah, they're not no older than what, ten, nine? How old? I think nine's the oldest. Yeah. I, I had several long conversations with each of them. Right, right. So, I found it very hilarious. I uh, obviously put on a lot of kid movies, including Wreck-It Ralph, which is still awesome. I caught That's myself a great, great flick. Caught myself watching it, again it today. God, you gotta see it, James. You gotta see it. You'd love it. There's so many, so many uh, Chun Li sightings in that movie you, oh, God. you just gotta see it uh so yeah i wanted to bring that up that story up because i found it was hilarious but 
as I mentioned, a lot of big numbers, big movies coming out. Uh, Pacific Rim came out this weekend, also just or last weekend with the was it Despicable Me Two was two weekends ago. We're already we're losing our time frame here. Being no, gone, I'm also have to go see that today. Grown Ups Two came out last last weekend and somehow made more money than Pacific Rim. Damn you people! Damn you! <laughs> you people of bizarre, bizarre, but <laughs> certainly not discerning taste. Right. It's just God. The first one was so bad, and Grown Ups Two gets made. Oh, I just don't. I don't know. New ideas in Hollywood. Blah blah blah. Whatever. So whatever. Guillermo del Toro, del Toro will be fine on his own, and uh, we don't need your money. We don't need it. Uh, but this is going to be kind of a quick episode. We have a, a weekend coming ahead of uh, running 28 miles in three days, which will be which will be fun. If I'm I going read, to North Dakota. Yeah, Jeff's going to Fargo to visit uh, visit the set. So that that going to Minneapolis. Right. And you're going to Minneapolis, so you can visit the set for... Dude, we're going to be pretty close to each other. We are going to be pretty close to each other. I mean, like, for that part of the country, like, we're, like, next-door neighbors. Right. right? And it's probably, like, 400 fucking miles away, but, like... But there's no towns in between. Right, yeah, there's nothing in between. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big fella. He's, oh, he's a big fella. Fleeing the interview. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we all like Fargo. Okay. <laughs> all right, yeah. Understand. Hurrah, hurrah. So, Wait, Jim, don't you hate Fargo? No, I like Fargo. Uh, okay, I thought that was one of the movies you hated. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God, I, I, I can pretend. You guys did a couple of weeks ago uh, with, without me uh, um, because of my condition. Um, and uh, Jim was talking about the uh, the entertainment um, the entertainment weekly uh, lists right, of like yeah. top fifty best yeah, everything yeah, yeah. or whatever it was, and I just like I, I'm just shouting at my uh, little speaker thing that I was playing uh, the, the thing. I'm just shouting like, oh, I bet you it was 2001. It was definitely 2001. Oh, wasn't that Apocalypse Now? Begging <laughs> <laughs> oh, me on, I'm not even there. Right, exactly. Yeah, because I'm I, I'm that idiot that shouts at the TV screen. Like that's basically, except for it's a little different. Like I have a reason to believe that on the podcast you would listen to me. I mean, right. you wouldn't have to like take heed of what I say or anything like that. But you know, you'd at least be there. <laughs> Trying to make jokes with Jim who can't hear you. That's that's, you're old. You're old. That's, oh, oh. That's the funniest, saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, pretty sweet. <laughs> so let's uh, let's jump into some movie reviews. This this uh, this weekend uh, has some some movies coming out, which we'll catch uh, possibly catch this week. But uh, we did catch some movies this weekend. Jeff, let's start with you and uh, the great movie you saw, which I'm pumped to hear about. All right, cool. Um, well, can I can I put it on pause for one second and talk about something else I watched? Sure. All right, so I watched, um, I don't know if you, I, I guess it's a movie. It was like an hour and 20 minutes long or something like that, hour and 10 minutes long. I watched a, an ESPN 30 for 30 documentary yeah. about Bo Jackson. If, you, if you guys have not seen this, it's outstanding. I think it's it on sort of drags right now. a little bit um, in the middle, but just outstanding about like how this guy is just it was just like the greatest athlete ever and like this legend that he became um and how his career was sort of just cut short by by the 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 injury he had but how he was just like this once in a lifetime crazy it was it was really cool it's well worth a watch it's on netflix streaming bo jackson for 30 for 30 check it out um have you liked any by the way there is a tecmo mention yeah more than a mention have you liked any of the other ones, 30s for 30s? Um, I've only seen a couple. I saw that one and the uh, the Reggie Miller one. And I like the Reggie Miller one too, actually. Yeah, they do a good job. 
I should watch. I should watch more of those. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's gonna be a, a summer thing for me is watching those. Cool. So yeah, get to. Uh, but it, to but it, really, what happened today? I I went and saw the way way back um, with uh, Sam Rockwell. Although he's not the main character at all, really. Uh, Liam James is the main character. Um, but kind of a star-studded cast, uh, I guess. It's uh, It's got Steve Carell, Tony Collette, Allison Janney, uh, Sam Rockwell, like I said, Maya Rudolph's in it. Um, guy that I can't get enough of, Rob Corddry, Amanda Peet, uh, Nate Faxon, who I didn't know that was his name, but you definitely recognize him. He's one yeah. of the Germans in... Um, Fast, yeah, he's the uh, he's he's one of the uh, writer directors along with Jim Rash, who uh, they're, they're both in it. Um, Jim Rash uh, also co-wrote um, The Descendants. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and you know, taking that as sort of a point of departure, this sort of has a similar tone to it as The Descendants. It's sort of like if you like that, I bet you'd like this. Um, totally different theme, but similar tone. And uh, it's about this kid um, played by Liam uh, Liam. What's his name? Liam James. James. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he and he is um, we start the movie and he's in the way, way back seat of this like 70s uh, hatchback or not hatchback, but station wagon. Um, and it, it starts off with Steve Carell, like talking to him in the rearview mirror while his mom and his uh, step or not stepsister, but um, like Steve Carell's daughter uh, like sleep and he he's like basically like you seem like kind of the long story short is you seem like kind of a loser you should be less of a loser we're going to this beach house for the summer you, you know there are going to be tons of kids there be less of a loser and Steve Carell's like dating his mom right or something Carell's yeah. dating his mom um, and Steve Carell like so immediately you get this Steve Carell's kind of a dick like you sort of get the idea that you know his heart is maybe in the right place but he, he's he's just kind of he's kind of heavy-handed and sort of an asshole so um this kid goes to the beach house with his mom tony collette and steve purell's daughter um and immediately uh alice and jenny uh who you'll remember from uh the the west wing uh as um what was her name jim in the west wing cj craig cj craig thank you thank press you. secretary yeah, press secretary cj in the beginning <laughs> wasn't, she, uh, wasn't she chief of staff? Spoiler yeah. alert! Jesus yeah. Christ! So uh, yeah, watch so anyway, out for season five clips. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So um, she like pops out of the house, the beach house next door, and she's just like drunk as shit all the time. And it's um, it's it's a pretty cool movie. I feel like um, it's a movie that maybe could have come out in the nineties and, and, and made more sense. It, it kind of, it kind of deals with like the themes of like broken households and, um, and, you know, like, uh, kids not being able to accept their parents' divorce and things like that. Or not maybe not being able to accept, but like dealing with the fallout from their parents' divorce. And, um, I don't know, like some of the characters are a little bit, uh, flat, but overall I thought this movie was really good. Um, I really liked it. I'd put the stamp stamp of approval on it. It's it's definitely got a uh, it's it's got a it's fun. It's a good summer movie, and it's got a nice like um, like plot, and the message sort of comes through, and it's not super heavy handed. Uh, and I liked it. Uh, 
and here's here's where I'm going to get into the kicker. Sam Rockwell is choice in this. <laughs> he is excellent. He plays. If you have the means. Uh, right. I recommend. Right, exactly. So he plays. Uh, the the kid um, Liam James plays Duncan. Duncan is really really having a terrible time at the, at this beach house and like can't meet anybody cool and all that. So he winds up like stealing this bike or not stealing but like sort of borrowing this bike and and riding his bike out to this water park and sort of like gets a job at this water park and Sam Rockwell kind of like the avuncular um like boss of the uh, of the water park and he's he's a fun guy and he's like a party guy and um and he just he's got like all these jokes and stuff and he's very like self-aware of what a you know like in real life kind of that he's a loser but like he, he's he, we've seen this character in movies before i think um, right you know but he he's a very he, he does a very good job of it. And there are definitely a lot of quotables in this and everything. Um, like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to blow the whole story for you, but you know, really well acted. Um, nice, nice movie. Uh, at times, Liam James character, especially towards the beginning is a little bit cumbersome. Cause it's just like, okay, I get it. You're like, you know, in an awkward stage and you're going to work your way out of it. But, um, you know, it's 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 a good movie, and Sam Rockwell is, and you know, he's my boy. So yeah. Sam yeah. Rockwell's like at his best in this. So I'm gonna use. I don't know if you've actually thrown this term around, but I'm gonna use it. Um, is it vuncular? Because I just said. No, it. no, I know. I heard. It. <laughs> uh, consciously indie is a is something you brought up. Yeah. Where I remember you talking about Juno and how you're like, okay, the movie was all right, but I, like it's purposely going over the top indie. And I know this is. This isn't in. This isn't an indie movie by any any means. But like, did you feel that at all? Or? Did not get that from this. I got that it wasn't you know like a big budget right. film. No, did not get that from this at all. Um, just uh, like there weren't like those little moments that were supposed to be like ironic and quirky or whatever. Right. Like it was just it was a very like open and straightforward movie, pretty much. How's the soundtrack? Kick fucking ass. Um, didn't it notice was, it. I mean, I didn't. I didn't know. I don't think I knew a single song. Nah, I don't want to say that because I'll be wrong. But it was a, uh, you know, it, it was relative, relative uh, unknowns and, um, right. You know, nothing, nothing like stand out. They didn't. It didn't like lean on the soundtrack the way that like a Juno or even like a Wes Anderson movie does. Like the soundtrack was was there, but it wasn't right. like here's the song I'm gonna play for this scene. Like you know, it was. It was pretty uh there weren't a lot of like montages or anything like that does tony collette pretty much play the same person she plays in little miss sunshine in this movie yes okay <laughs> this, yes like stereo just <laughs> pigeonholing i don't pigeonhole i don't do that anymore okay so are they gonna win the oscar for screenplay again um i don't know it's 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 my favorite movie i've seen this year but i don't know that i've seen a whole lot of movies this year so usually the biggest worry i'd have with a movie like this would be like the middle of the movie because it just seems like they either just don't for me i thought the middle was the it's kind of strange but i thought the middle was the best part um because the middle was when like the fun was happening and everything like the you know the plot the the plot starts awkward kid the plot ends you know resolution but in the middle was like the fun and like and that was kind of cool um Sam Rockwell making fun of people. Ready? Yeah, go. basically. Sam Rockwell really good in this. Um, Rob Corddry is awesome. really good. Steve Carell, I thought he he um, he was a little bit flat, but he was he was very good. Is he is he even even in the movie that much or no? Steve. Um, he is. He's he, yeah. He's in it quite a bit. Awesome. Cool. I'm happy you liked it. I gotta see it for sure. How he, is uh, Jim Rash in this? Um, he's good. He plays like a uh, he plays another water park um, okay. employee who's like constantly. Yeah, he's one of the co-writers, like, and he's. He's a regular on Community, which is a show that I watch. 
he's um he sort of plays the foil to um sam rockwell like he, he's very like straight man um which is funny because he plays a gay guy i think but uh you know like, very, <laughs> like just everything uh sam rockwell says he, he he's just like sam rockwell says something about like having sex with his mom and he goes yeah i have two dads so you know whatever like right. and it's it's kind of funny like uh, <laughs> but uh, cool, yeah no net net faxons he's in it not that much but he's hilarious in it sounds like you uh got a winner nailed yeah, it it was a good one I, I i anticipated it being pretty good and it met that uh it met that expectation it was pretty good cool and, you know coming from me that's that's a yeah, rare. yeah. Like we hate movies on this show we hate a lot of movies a lot of them um so yeah i guess i should talk about my cool movie right is it my turn? Should I yeah talk? get nuts yeah all right i'll try it i'll try it Thank you. Uh, Pacific Rim. I ended up catching it. Also, no way. yeah, I know, right? I know. Oh, Pacific Rim. One movie that I pretty much and Jim had talked about being. Yeah, this is the most, one I'm most excited about for the most summer. Most excited about, and it's it's a good movie, and it's it's exactly what it's set up to be. If you haven't seen the trailer, it's pretty much a homage to monster movies. This movie is pretty much following the story of. The human species are getting assaulted by these giant creatures uh, called kaiju, um, which is the Japanese word for creature, strange creature. Anyways. No way. Yeah, I know. So um, the idea is they pretty much build giant robots to fight against these creatures. And we get jumped. We get put into the middle of this like huge fight and con- uh, pretty much this conflict. Uh, pretty much 70 years into it. So it's been happening for a while and we get thrown in the middle and that's where uh, our story starts. You, If you haven't, um, again, if you haven't seen the trailer, we kind of get, our main character is uh, played by Charles Hunnam, uh, Charlie Hunnam, uh, who plays Rally, Raleigh. I never could figure out what his name was. They make jokes about it during the movie. Pretty much at some point, it was like three quarters through the movie and I was pretty confident I didn't know what the main character's name was, uh, which I don't know if that's good or bad. But anyhow, um, we're introduced to him and his brother. The idea is these giant robots that are just stories tall, um, which it gives me to another thing. But anyhow, our stories tall can only, can be controlled by two pilots, not by one, which was a failed system. They had a left hemisphere, right hemisphere control on these two, uh, on these giant uh, robots. And it's him and his brother who, when they pilot together, they need to be... Uh, they need to be compatible in a way. Their minds need to be able to meld in a way together. And since they're brothers, it was easy for that. And right off the bat, um, I won't spoil it uh, too much, Jim, but I'm going in like five minutes into the movie. So I'm going to start with this, but surprise, like him and his brother get attacked. Something terrible happens. And we end up uh, going from this unstoppable, like Mac robot program against these, monsters to a what are we going to do next they're they're adapting they're learning we're going to be in big trouble and it ends up being more and more of uh that as we as we go down the line um we find out that at this point the whole world is like working together to fight these monsters that are coming out of the pacific ocean uh a lot of different characters involved uh idris alba plays uh stacker pentecost is he anybody's boy yet is he your boy jim or is he i would love to claim him yeah Uh, i'll take yeah i'll take it hold on i think there's a line i'll take the vietnamese and then (laughs) you wouldn't take the vietnamese this guy wouldn't take the vietnamese uh yeah he's uh he pretty much plays the military head of this operation so we get to see a lot of him and he's also understood as a um pretty much a war hero of like the early uh mech days um 
We also get to see a couple other people with Charlie Days in this movie. There are a lot of, going through this movie, there are a lot of just like basic movie archetypes. Like Charlie Hunnam, or sorry, uh, Rally Raleigh Beckett is the, you know, unpredictable, doesn't always follow the rules guy. He's and the wild he's, card. You know, yeah, he's the wild card. He's our hero. And that you pretty much have to deal with that. And we end up running into um, when this program's kind of on the brink of being extinct. We run into a couple other pilots that are, that pilot these things. And we end up into a Top Gun scenario with uh, another guy, Chuck, uh, Chuck Hansen, played by Robert Kaczynski, who's pretty much Iceman. And he doesn't like how Charlie Hunnam does this. Like, there's a lot of Top Gun nice. in this. A lot of no, Top Gun. You can be my wingman. Right, right. A lot of it. Um, and <laughs> Charlie Day pretty much plays Charlie Day, um, plays a crazy... Uh, scientist who's pretty much deep into the kaiju study and just loves every second about him like loves their loves sampling their poop and everything like that's that's what charlie day does in this and he has a foil burn gorman who's like the mathematician trying to just mathematically figure out what these guys are up to and what these aliens want his first name is burn that's crazy yeah burn pretty crazy right and Ron Perlman, my boy, uh, is also in this movie and has a, a very choice role. And uh, I, I don't want to spoil it too much for anybody, so I'll just leave that he's out there. He's the kaiju? But, yeah, he's the kaiju. And people of uh, TV would know Clifton Collins Jr. He plays kind of like a, the tech mechanic behind uh, a lot of the uh, the mechs, a lot of the Jaegers, they call them, which is German for Hunter, just to let you guys know. Gotcha. Um, I knew that. Right. So... Where I, I had a lot of expectations going into this movie. Uh, I should mention, I should mention off the top, directed by Guillermo del Toro, also screenplayed, and he's done a lot of a lot of awesome things. First Hellboy, second Hellboy, and uh, Ron Perlman, and, and Ron Ron Perlman, obviously. Um, but he's known uh, for Pan's, Ron Perlman. Pan's Labyrinth, a, a lot of stuff, and he's pulling he's out awesome. the Hobbit. Yeah, and I think. I think this movie failed in a couple of ways. I, I, in general, I liked it. It's if you are a monster movie fan, check it out. If you're looking for an action movie, check it out. I did see it in 3D, hoping to be kind of like wowed by the graphics. And it's definitely a movie you want to catch in theaters if you have any interest in seeing it at all. And uh, the things, like the things that brought me to the point where like this movie failed in a couple of ways was. There's supposed to be this impending doom of like Earth's gonna end. That's this is like if we don't do something soon, you know, Independence Day style, welcome to Earth situation. Earth's gonna end, or right. the human race is gonna end. Um, or shouldn't I know? Right, right, kind of. Yeah, right, forget that. It's up in the air. It's up in the air. Human race is, and Earth is kind of uh, uh, figured to be ending. So being an homage to monster movies and kind of a. Uh, a throwback to the Japanese anime, uh, cartoon, manga stuff. We get to get to see the awesome like mechs do awesome things. Like there are tons of di- there are a couple different mechs we get to see with different designs, and we get to see the cool like sword activate special power kind of stuff, which was sweet. I-, I-, I like seeing it, and the monsters all get their own little special twist too, which was kind of nice. Um, the the stuff I think it was just a- an issue with the lack of time and the lack of the, the- chances to build more of the environment but 
with all the clashes and stuff going on, I just didn't feel all that much that there was a terror of like the cities coming and there was this impending doom to destroy, uh, destroy everybody. Kind of going back to my last point of uh, at the end, like it just didn't seem like there was much riding on the line except like, hey, let's kill these motherfuckers, kind of thing. And uh, yeah, there the movie has a couple twists and turns, but in general, uh, just like a popcorn movie, monster movie. Uh, go check it out. I was kind of hoping for a little, a little extra uh, oomph, being that uh, Guillermo del Toro was attached to it. Uh, but uh, you know, I, you get, you get, you get what you get, and it wasn't, wasn't bad. And I, I think I put it up on a pedestal a little too high, but I, it's definitely worth seeing. Charlie Day pretty much plays himself, as I mentioned. Uh, I didn't bring up uh, Rinko Kikuchi, I believe is her name is, plays Mako Mori. And she's kind of, she's another classic. Like, she's the puzzle to be figured out, you know, like all women. Like all women, right? Right, guys? And uh, yes. she mm-hmm. she does a good job. I think uh, I think everybody in here does does their uh, does their part. And I think uh, you should go check it out and make it make more money than Grown Ups 2, for the love of God, please. My big worry for this film is just, like, I just want it to be action and fun and stuff. Like, is the graphics, they're good, or is it just blatantly cgi like right Toro did hellboy 2 and that was just kind of a right. cgi fest and it was a little worried about that it i think it looks really awesome um okay. i don't think it looks blatantly cgi what i do what i disliked about it and it might have been the theater i caught it in was it didn't seem as immersive even in 3d like the sound didn't seem very immersive and it might have been the, the theater i saw it in i would definitely spend the money to go again at, uh, at a like a more prime prime theater to check it out but i think the special effects in here are awesome um it's uh it's you know it's dark of the moon you know you got dark of the moon style but uh i didn't feel like i was watching i did not feel like i was watching a transformers movie by the way i don't want to don't want to make that comparison uh and they do a good so job of any like old robots there were not any old robots with crutches in this although there was Pretty much uh, during the movie, you get to see there are different classes of, of uh, these Jaegers. And there are an old school Jaeger does show up, but it has no, you know, there's no crutches or beard attached to it in any way. It's gotcha. just uh, pretty much a solid tank and it's badass. And of course. I get that. If it's an old robot, why wouldn't it have a beard? Right. I know. It's yeah, weird, it right? Makes no sense. And guess who, guess who pilots it? The Russians, of course. So. Naturally. <laughs> they like the old stuff. Oh, they take it in a combat? They're like, oh, that's okay. We can do this. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Are you kidding? The Russians don't give a what? This the world's gonna end, Jim. They gotta they had to pull all, all the all the punches, man. They had to do everything. It's like Randy didn't, Quaid. Didn't you see Battleship? <laughs> didn't you see Battleship? Do you remember Battleship? What uh, they had to do to beat the aliens in that? Um, they had to move the red peg. Anyways, <laughs> they had to do a lot. <laughs> they had to do a lot of stuff. If you do watch this movie and feel like you're watching Top Gun, don't be afraid. That's pretty much the the rational uh, reaction to it. Uh, no, there is no volleyball scene. It is PG-13, so you won't get to see any, uh, any, uh, funny stuff. No Charlie funny stuff Day front, no. full frontal. <laughs> right, no Charlie Day full frontal. Uh, but yeah, go see it in your local theaters, make it, give it some money, and definitely, like, if you're gonna watch this movie, I would just pay as, you know, the $15 to see it with 3D, uh, any of the best theater you can. And... I'm not gonna see 3D. I know, lame! Lame. I might see it in IMAX, but buy no. buy your woman a popcorn and uh, make her sit down and enjoy this movie that was made for adolescent males, and you will enjoy yourself. Uh, and yeah, Idris Elba, Ron Perlman, rock and roll. That's pretty much pretty much what I have to say. 
So, uh, James, you catch any movies, new movies this couple of weeks? I didn't. I was gonna go to Despicable Me two today, but the, the family changed their plans. So, oh, I, I want to see that movie too. We should go watch it uh, together. When everybody takes all their kids there, yeah, and we'll... the kids leave, and then we'll go. <laughs> and see how many watch lists you get. <laughs> I know, right? Hey, cute kid. Hey guys, I'm just while well, we're sitting around. No, nobody wants to talk. Yeah, I had a sweet exchange with kids in at the park, at Cedar Point. Rip. We were doing uh, the Gemini, which for those of you who don't know, is like two coasters next to each other, different colors, and it's tradition to kind of like you know, kind of race against each other and see who wins. So we're in the one car with these kids, and we lose, and you know we're pretty you know pumped up about it, but, you know, just like oh we'll get them next time. But the manner in which we were racing with our friends, we were swapping cars. So we go back on, and the kids are on the, again, but they're sticking with their blue car. And this time we switched to the red car, and they're calling us out for traitors and stuff like that. And it's pretty hilarious because these kids are like eight. So I don't know, maybe an hour later, we're walking around the park, and we see them again in some line, and like. Right back at it, we're calling each other traitors and stuff like that. It was. Hilarious. You ran into those kids again? Yeah. At yeah, the very yeah, end of the yeah. night, then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It was wow. hilarious. I'm like, I love these kids. These kids are into it. Oh, that's funny. I, um, yeah, that, that was a great time. So your point was hilarious. And the only other thing I'd bring up from those kids is I remember they were doing like, uh, they were putting like the L on the, the classic L on the forehead, like loser style. And I just, no, nothing <laughs> like, still doing that. yeah, nothing like talking shit at kids levels. Cause I just go two L's make a W suckers. Like, just, <laughs> just, I just told them I had sex with their mom. Yeah, <laughs> oh man, we're idiots. Just, well, you were on the Raptor. I was banging your mom in the put bathroom. A, <laughs> put a bullet, in, put a bullet in our brain pants. We're hilarious. Anyhow. Uh, yeah fantastic and we'll have more movies to talk about soon it red 2 comes out which is just jeff's favorite franchise really like he's a huge fan so we're it makes it sound like i don't like those movies because it's sarcastic all the time i actually i actually do like their i I like their red movie i thought it was i thought it was quite entertaining yeah of course it has hell on the body mirroring in it (laughs) (laughs) right that's a good one (laughs) <laughs> was it hell in the body mirror that you were saying you'd never seen a movie with her in it i haven't that's right nuts. that's right we were talking about crazy town and r.i.p.d comes out aka men in black so you guys can yeah. all see that yeah. in uh, black with ghosts yeah mary louise parker's in it jeff you can you see it like imagine if will smith was in ghostbusters <laughs> just imagine yeah stop and imagine I'm, I'm thinking about it i'm thinking about it a lot i guess i'll t- my head hurts. I'll take that as our cue to sign off. <laughs> uh, Get back to us. There's only room for one black man in Ghostbusters, apparently. So, oh, man. God. All right. That's going to be it for the movie hour today. James. Yeah, the racist comment's always a good one to end on. Dude, it's, it's top of the line. James, thank you so much for your input. It's been a blast. Thanks for uh, stopping, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Safety, <laughs> Oh, fantastic day here after the movie hour. Thank you guys so much for listening and sorry about the week hiatus. Enjoy your movies. Take care. The Donnie Trejo Keep On Trekking Movie Hour. Catch you next time. Tired. Jim, you can't bring that kind of tired tiredy call it tight at the end of the episode it's entirety unacceptable <laughs> 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 come on jim get a smile
That was like my kind of joke and everything. James, are you there? Whoa. Now that sounds like a robot. Jeff, do you hear that? <laughs> yeah, is that James trying Dude, to Dude, you sound like an Atari 2600. Keep Dude, it up. Dude, he needs up. more RAM. He needs right? more RAM. <laughs> That's right, R2. We're going to the Degula system. <laughs> Alright, I got robot jokes. More robot jokes. <laughs> Alright. talking right now you guys sound like dial up to me I don't know even know if you can hear me as your it's awesome <laughs> wow this is great I'm gonna record it for a little while <laughs>